0: Hello Android developers, my name is Mohsen and I'm back with another monthly Android interview with one of the Android Community Active members. But before we start, I would like to ask you to like and share this video with other Android enthusiasts and newcomers to encourage them to join the fun. I also do short Android development tips videos, so if you like this type of content, do not forget to subscribe to this channel. Without further ado, let's start.
1: Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is uh, Ivan Morgillo, I'm an engineer, I'm from southern Italy, so most of the talk will be in English and hand moving. Uh, Thank you for having me. This is my first time in Russia, so I'm super excited. If I pass out, it's okay, just just slap me, everything is going to be okay. Uh, Hello.
2: (laughs) This is not stressful at all, not even a tiny bit.
1: (laughs) Zero, like completely, completely smooth, you know, everything is fine, I mean, the dog is sleeping.
2: Well, yes. if, if the dog is sleeping, it means it cannot be that bad for anyone, so.
0: Hello everyone, uh, today we have Ivan here. Uh, I used to know Ivan from the Android community of Berlin again, but I know he has moved to Italy, I think, so we can explain a yes. bit more. and. I know him for his uh, fantastic talk about domain driven development using Arrow, which I believe he is going to talk about it today for us. But yeah, let's start. Uh, hello, Yvonne. Hello. Hello, how are you doing?
1: i ah, fine. Thank you. Nice. It has been a long time because, yeah, we were uh, hanging around most of the time at CBase for the Berlin meetups. So, but now I um well i left berlin and we left berlin uh, a couple of years ago well one year or something um yeah corona well COVID Mm -hmm. moved a lot of things around and one of the things it was my my family (laughs) so we (laughs) we relocated back to italy because yeah we we are pretty lucky that we Mm -hmm. can work remotely Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah so it made sense to Come back a bit closer to our families, uh, you know. Parents—they are not getting any younger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. For those who doesn't know where the C what the CBS is, it's just some club that they used to have some monthly yes. meetups in Berlin, and the Android developer used to gather, and some some nice developer used to share stuff with the others. But now it's gone, and we do it remotely, and everyone from everywhere around the world can join these meetups. Which, yeah. Yeah, there are pros and cons, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's the new way. So mm-hmm. we have to go, go cope with it. Yeah. I call it new normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, but why did you move to Italy? Uh, are you working there or uh, just, because I'm, of I'm corona? working.
1: So I, uh, in Berlin, I was mostly, um, doing permanent roles. So Mm -hmm. I moved to Berlin. So I was freelancing before I moved to Berlin, we were living in France. Mm -hmm. And in Berlin, I I joined Clue and they were not uh, they were hiring. So they were not uh, allowing freelancers. So Mm -hmm. I started to actually uh, getting employed (laughs) when I joined (laughs) Berlin. (laughs) And but eventually, I started freelancing again. And when COVID um you know disrupted a bit our uh, our lives we started working from home and mm-hmm. i work from home in berlin and at some point we were like okay but i'm working for an agency from munich mm-hmm. for a company in berlin from my living room okay i can <laughs> i can do this from somewhere else
3: <laughs> um
1: and so we decided to well we packed everything uh me my, my wife my dog and we moved back to um northern italy we are in the countryside so we we mm-hmm. jumped completely from like uh three million people city to uh as like well like 12 12 Thousand people. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's like seven thousand people town. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a it's a small town. And I work remotely, freelancing mm-hmm. as uh, as usual. Um, at the moment, I'm working for um, from a company in um, in London, Novoda. It's an agency. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. Uh, a few of you are familiar. Mm-hmm. Awesome people. A lot of uh, smart uh, developers on the team. And yeah. And, you know, this is working, this is working for me, this is working right now. I think there is no other way around and it was an incredibly happy transition because Mm -hmm. uh, it allows us to
0: slow down a bit Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we needed that change it's it's a it's it was a big change for everyone so all of the like, yeah. many lifestyle has changed so yeah that's that's good for you i'm, I'm happy for you that's cool by Thanks. the way uh, nice camera on the dog how is it doing <laughs> <laughs> so Sp- <laughs> Spike spikes so
1: spike he is actually doing what he does best uh mm-hmm. sleeping <laughs> well he's he's um more of a couch potato uh, kind of
3: dog so okay, cool. I mean
1: it's it's super active if we are outside so when
3: mm. you are
0: in the garden it's but if you, if he's indoors, it's just couch time. yeah I also have a dog in in, uh, in the room but i don't have a dedicated mm-hmm. camera on him so well, the the
1: camera the camera came
0: came for other reasons because
1: mm-hmm. you know the, the, we have a project with other friends and at some point people started asking uh, we want to see the dog more often because he's behind me mm-hmm. but if i you know i cover him mm-hmm. most of the time so eventually i was like you know what uh them Whatever, I'm gonna just buy like a twenty bucks <laughs> a webcam <laughs> that is sitting there mm-hmm. and is actually pointing to the dog. So <laughs> it's uh, and I I get to to learn OBS. So that's mm-hmm. how I did the picture in picture kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know,
0: you always learn things. Mm-hmm. I I touched it a bit, but I I found it a bit complex. I said, okay, maybe maybe another time when when there's any.
1: It's a great tool, but depends what, what you need to do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. wh- wh-
0: how much you are willing to
1: invest in setting up things, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, eventually well, it works nice for me, so I, I can do a few mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah, for those who doesn't know what's obvious, it's some, some streaming tool that help you have multiple cameras, multiple... I don't know yes. microphone and and some some stuff on the screen and while you're streaming and usually gamers yeah. or streamers use it. Use it. Yeah, yeah, hmm. I
1: use I also use it for like uh, recording live coding sessions or you no. know mm-hmm. screencast. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of thing. And it's a beautiful tool and it's open source, so it's also, yes. also yeah. nice.
0: Th- that's the cool part; it's free and open source. Uh, I also know that you are the one of the co-hosts of the Code with Italian. Uh, I'd like yes. to know <laughs> where the idea came from. I, I really enjoy watching it and I'd like to know how do you know Sebastian and where the idea came from and what in general what's your goal? So, so Sebastiano, well, we met years ago at conferences mm-hmm.
1: as usual, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm back in the days, there were conferences where you actually went and meet people (laughs) in real life. (laughs) Um, And, you know, we we were both part of the Italian Android community. So, you know, eventually we started uh, hanging uh well i mean hang out together and i was like okay and um we never worked together we worked mm-hmm. for same companies in different times so it was even weirder because like you know we, um but eventually we were like okay we we had a few pair programming sessions like super random stuff like you know i have this problem do you have a minute and you just uh turn on uh like a um, meet Or something, and you. So we like the idea of working together a bit more. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But I don't work for (laughs) JetPlanes, so uh, so there were there were very little opportunities. And at some point, he was like, you know, Jetpack Compose is is getting there, Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be the way we do Android apps in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to learn it? And I was super skeptical because I tried to learn Compose when it was like early stages, like it was before alpha something. And it was like, I didn't grasp the idea. I had a bit of um, I tried flutter and they they kept saying, you know, Swift UI, flutter compose that slow declarative, whatever, it didn't click for me. And it, I, I struggled a lot. So I was like, you yeah, know, I don't know. Um, and eventually, we actually talked about to um, about learning it together. Sebastian was like, "Okay, let's learn it together. Let's build something together where we learn, compose as a pet project. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, why, why, mm, why don't we do it live? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was, and you know, because I, at the beginning it was like, what, why live? I never, uh, I have never done live coding at conferences. You know, I was always, um, it was very uncomfortable for me. And now I, I had the greatest respect for people like coding on stage.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I do conferences. Live coding was like, man, that's next level. I, I can't do that because mm-hmm. I, you know, I will. Um, so live streaming, it was basically the same. And I was like, but this is going to be a bit quite, you know, outside the comfort zone. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. why, why do you want to do this? And, and then we actually, uh, sat for a moment and, and we decided to show to the new developers, you know, Mm -hmm. young developers that people that do this since forever like 10 years of android most of the time we don't know what we are doing <laughs> well so we have an idea of you know we have a lot of experience uh, maybe we solved something similar but if you are doing something for the first time
3: mm-hmm.
1: i'm a beginner as much as the next you know junior developer because well it's <laughs> new how, yeah. how I'm... so we wanted to show you know, we want to uh, we wanted to make it very clear to people that are starting developing that it's okay and it's actually the way it's supposed to be that you don't know how to do things, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we want to show the mindset, we want to show the the idea that I I don't know how to do it, but I'm willing to learn whatever mm-hmm. it takes to do this. That's it. So, and eventually, we was like, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, we are just gonna uh, <laughs> like why bother? You know, just, just turn on, turn on OBS, start streaming, and see if people like it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we are approaching one year uh, of streams in in uh, in April. It's going to be one year, so it's very it's incredible for me. And you are you are right. Sessions are long because you know it's always a ca- at least a couple of hours. Uh, well, the first sessions, they were immense. I mean, I think the first episode was like four hours. It was like Game of Thrones kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like the Lord of the Rings kinda. Of, and I was like, this is not working. And then we settled um, for like a couple of hours on Sunday and you know, like one hour something on on Wednesday. And uh, that because all, also that, you know, the, the whole idea that you iterate on everything, you know, agile kind of thing. Yeah. People, <laughs> people, uh, told us, yeah, it's too late in the evening or, you know, yeah. it's too long and then we adjust. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a nice thing. And we're, 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 on a, on a we're, we're, we're on post now because the whole situation is, it's a bit, uh, stressful for, a lot of people at the moment. Uh, so we we want to take a break. And um, you know, so, yeah, you, you can understand. So uh, and um, so, yeah, but yeah, we're having fun. We're learning Compose. People are happy and we have stickers. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are giving away stickers. So, so. yeah,
0: I, I need some to be honest. But yeah, Yeah. okay. (laughs) just
1: just give me the address. Just give me the the address. (laughs) I will use this. But uh, but you know, that that was the beauty of of this project. You know, Mm -hmm. everything is um, so we we put the time and the the, the effort and people contribute as much as they can live or offline. And, you know, we we give back with stickers and swag. And it's a it's a nice community. It's it's getting to a point where it's a nice community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this Android
0: community. They are super friendly, helping, and everyone open to share. That's that's also another goal of these talks that I like to show to all the newcomers, that all the Android community members are super nice, super open, super sharing. As you said, they open some stream and do live coding, ignoring that okay it's a stressful it's hard to do maybe sometimes but yeah but uh, what's the feedback from the people who are watching your channel with this this code with italian uh? so
1: we uh, we have a lot of support great support uh, because we have a like a donation page mm-hmm. uh, so we have uh, subscribers you know we have twitch subscribers um, so we we get a lot of um, positive feedback because we are also inviting a lot of people from Mm -hmm. google (laughs) so you have you know if you want to ask maybe you can't reach i don't know like jake wharton Mm -hmm. um because you want to ask something to jake wharton or Mm -hmm. leyland if you want more google people um or or anybody but we are giving you a chance to know to ask your questions live Mm -hmm. uh and that creates a nice uh a nice atmosphere because you know i met a lot of people that i didn't know well i mean i met jake wharton uh at the conference once and that was it so we took a selfie i posted (laughs) it on twitter oh my god i got a (laughs) selfie but then we had the opportunity to to chat you know during the episode then for me, that's a great opportunity as well because, well, I mean, it's it's one of those people or you know, with all everybody from the compose team, you know, they mm-hmm. know so much stuff, and you feel so small, and it's mm-hmm. incredible. It's an incredible sensation because, like, it's a, it's a great feeling to to be uncomfortable on that level, <laughs> right? Because, like, oh man, there's so much stuff that I can learn, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and people are happy when people are happy. They they wanted more spike. So we got the webcam. (laughs) They wanted more dog. (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, and you know, that's uh, it's a it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. It's it's making us uh, release uh, a lot of stress because, you know, we we work. We work a lot
0: and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, work hard, play hard kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I saw your sessions with Chetas, and it was cool.
2: Hello. And welcome to Coding with the Italians. I am, of course, one of your hosts. I'm Chad Haas, and
1: I'm Romangui, the other host.
2: Uh, as you as you know, from every show that we've been hosting this entire time, we'd like to introduce the guest today. Uh, we have Sebastiano, uh, who uh, give you a little bit of introduction to Sebastiano. He was um, born uh, a while ago and uh, has been doing Android development um, for as long as I've known him which is uh, quite a long time. I, th- I think we met maybe back into uh, Google I.O. in, I don't know, 2013, something like that. So, um, 15, okay, all right. And before that, you, I have no idea. I don't think he existed before that, actually. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to add to that? I thought that was a pretty good introduction. No? Nope. That that's about it. Okay. Uh and uh Ivan, uh we met uh what was it, seven weeks ago. Um yeah. and <laughs> yes. also does as far as I can tell Android development. Um and Ivan, yes. uh, do you have anything to add yeah. to that?
1: Uh, no, that's perfect. And most of most of it I can be very, very described with what I do. I, I like the objectification of Android oh. developer, and that's it. I don't do anything else. Thank you. Okay,
2: <laughs> neither. Neither does anybody else in the community as yeah. far as I can tell. <laughs> I see that you have the book, right? I mean, we talked yeah, yeah. about the book a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, it's it's a nice thing and give us a nice uh, opportunity to mm-hmm. connect. This is something that very, for instance, you can do with Android. I don't know if you can do it with iOS. <laughs> I mean, I can literally have somebody from the Android team on some random show on a Wednesday evening, and mm-hmm. it's like nine in the morning for them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, it's uh, probably it's <laughs> like twelve. Right? You know, they 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 have to make time mm-hmm. just to you know talk with us and about yeah. things. You know if you can go to somebody at april you know it's like oh do you want to have you know i don't know i i i, I like to think that the android community is it's it's a bit more like a, a weird family but still yeah. a family <laughs> <laughs> so so you know i, I like th- i like this idea of you know mm-hmm. but and yeah this is fun uh so we have youtube more has an archive where mm. you can go you know, you can watch the video twice mm-hmm. the speed, or you can skip yeah. through the, the when when we search on on, on Google, you just mm-hmm, skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 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 big part is the conversation live that we have on Twitch, right? So. It, it's, I saw I saw your videos. Actually, I need to I need to look into the um, encrypted share preferences because that's very <laughs> cool. Uh, because I, I saw the video, I was like, "Man, this is nice." Okay, I need to try. <laughs> i' was like so. It's like it was a it was a nice library. It was a nice example. Uh, but but I see what you mean. You know, the, it, it can be a lot of uh, dead time
0: when you do the that. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal uh, at least for you too because you are so funny and and too Italian coding and cursing that's that's super nice to watch to be honest. Uh, that's <laughs> the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it because otherwise you just lose <laughs> your mind. Cool. So uh, I break this interview into a small chunk so we we go around some some general topics like lifestyle your your work experience, and maybe some technical questions and at the end, we will ramp up and see what's what we are going to do at the end. In this section, I'd like to know more about your lifestyle. So uh, is there any any uh, hobby that you do after your your normal day work after a stressful day to calm yourself?
1: Uh, Yes. Uh, lately, so I had, I have a six month, um, six months boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> a six months old boy. Okay. Uh, so there is a, there's very little time, uh, free time nowadays. Uh, but mm-hmm. what I do, um, in the evening, for instance, when I, when I try to, to decompress a bit, I play video games.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I also, I also do gardening. Uh, this is something that um, I started when we moved here because we have a garden. We were in a, in an apartment in Berlin, so there was mm-hmm. no, op- yeah. I mean, you can have basil in a in a pot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the. You can probably have some uh, rosemary or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but here, I have a I have like a proper garden, and I realized gardening is gonna put me in a very, very weird uh, spot, because it's, it's one activity that I cannot control time. Mm-hmm. So when 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 you code, you basically, you know, you're pretty much in control. Yeah, shit doesn't work. And things don't don't go like But mm-hmm. most of the time you are in control, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is it, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, with gardening, I, I started reading you know books about okay how do you do seeds and plants and they were like okay yeah you, know, you you plant this in uh in march
3: mm-hmm.
1: and and i was like and then what and then you wait <laughs> but and then you water the thing twice a week and in july you harvest and i was like this is gonna mess with my brain so much yeah. <laughs> it was like okay uh-huh Nothing is happening today. Mm -hmm. Nothing is happening. Tomorrow, (laughs) nothing is happening. That's like, so gardening was one of those, uh, you know, experience like, okay, I want to try this because I I meditate a lot. So you know, I try to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, get better to at handling things that I cannot control, like, you know, like a, a fancy stoic stoic approach of kind Mm -hmm. of yeah if you cannot control don't worry Mm -hmm. um but but yeah it's it's uh it's an ongoing thing so as a hobby most of the time this this is what i do and i code if i have the energy i i Mm -hmm. work on my pet projects mostly weekends so Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. evening video games and tv so okay
0: Uh, now i have lots of questions First of all, I also Good. have a, a one-year-old boy, so I know the experience that you're going through, and it's super cool. It's super nice. And I'm super happy that I worked the whole time from home, and I was watching him growing. And uh, yeah. whenever I get tired, I just walk outside, play with him, and just come back, and I'm totally fresh. But yeah. regarding gardening, yeah, it's funny. When you were talking about uh, planting and then waiting, I was wondering, okay, it's like... If we see it from Kiki perspective, it's like pushing a pull request and there's no one to review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Then it's, it's, it's gonna there, merge? You know, like, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's you're there like you you know the Pablo Escobar meme where he's waiting <laughs> there like this alone. Yeah, that was basically <laughs> the idea. Um, but but it's a very uh rewarding thing right mm-hmm. you know i made zucchini and it's like you no. really <laughs> but that yeah. was that was the idea you know you know you, you plant a salad and it and it's a fascinating thing and if you have the opportunity uh yeah like if you have a like a terrace or like a garden mm-hmm. uh I, I will advise just give it a shot it's a mm-hmm. it, it's an intriguing thing maybe mm-hmm. you just drop it out after six months but just try because it's mm-hmm. it's weird you know it's it's you need to take care of some something that is living you know the same thing with the dog you know like mm-hmm. the dog is completely dependent on you mm-hmm. and so you need to take care of it so mm-hmm. you know you walk him or you know uh, feeding and with the garden it was the same thing but it, mm-hmm. it was it was lower. like yeah. you know the dog the dog it's like You need to feed him every day, walk him every day. So the commitment is on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm, So you mm -hmm. you you are engaged all the time. Gardens was like, okay, well, today nothing to do. Okay, cool. Boom, go go back inside, (laughs) 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 right? But uh, but it's a weird thing. I don't know if I can give you the the right uh, you know emotions,
0: but Mm -hmm. it's it's a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. And uh, does your plant taste different from what you buy from outside or? Can you
1: say so? So it's definitely different from the stuff that I was buying in Berlin, because Mm -hmm. of the how city city distribution works. Uh, I live in the countryside. So I actually already buy my stuff from like a local uh, farmer. Mm -hmm. So you know, my Zucchini and their zucchini pretty much the same zucchini <laughs> because it's the the thing is here right, uh, but you know when 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 you taste a tomato, it's actually tasting like a tomato instead of just a bowl of water mm-hmm. when yeah, when yeah. you buy it at the supermarket, so that's a lot of difference uh but but for me it's more like I, it, it's probably also gonna cost me more than uh zuki that i buy <laughs> at the farmer shop but yeah. because of the the time and the work <laughs> and the whatever um but that's not the thing that i was looking for you know i was i was looking for learning how to grow food you know spend time out, outside mm-hmm. and try mm-hmm. to connect a bit with nature like oh my god there is a bug and then you realize that that's actually a useful bug mm-hmm. it's not the, <laughs> the you know nothing to worry about you know like <laughs> oh my god and then you get excited because oh there are there are the you know it's it's a it's a nice thing for me
0: it's a very peaceful uh, fulfilling thing now i start envying you to be honest but okay no <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, you also mentioned about video game and uh, you're you're the first one in my interviews that mentioned video game what do you play so i usually
1: um i'm not a hard gamer mm-hmm. uh, i have a very specific like uh, sets of game that i games that i play i play a lot of things like uh hitman mm-hmm. Uh, I play things like uh, Tropico, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff and now and I started playing, uh, I played uh, Sniper Contracts, mm-hmm. uh, the first one, and second one and now I'm playing uh, Ghost Recon mm-hmm. um, Wildlands that okay. I, 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 never, I never played that franchise. I know I played Splinter Cell in the past uh rainbow six probably 20 years ago <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i but i i open i i was playing um sniper contracts too i opened steam and now there is a discount you know that's how they <laughs> get you right? like, I was like oh yeah for t- 14 euros you can buy the. I, like, I don't know the game <laughs> well, buy 14 euros. I was like because i have a very um a very pragmatic approach uh at pricing for video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I I bought games that were like 70 euros and pre-ordered, like mm-hmm. I remember one hitman, I pre-ordered it like one year before. Wow. and it was like 70 euros, and then you're like, man, you're spending so much so much money. But then my my approach is uh with entertainment in general, because um video games for me for video games for me are entertainment and if you compare it to a movie theater like you know you go to the movie and you spend 15 euros for two hours of movie so your entertainment cost is basically seven Mm. euros per hour Yeah. So if I buy a video game that is cost 70 euros and I play at least 10 hours, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's going to be worth it. Yeah. Well, so that always took away a lot of stress when when I was buying video games uh Mm -hmm. because you know because at some point you have to think about also money because you cannot just throw money steam (laughs) and with wildland with ghost Recon, it was like a bargain because i was like okay it's like 14.99 whatever Mm -hmm. and i have played already like 60 hours and i was like man there was so (laughs) so much and i'm enjoying it you know it's a very simple game you go there you kill some narcos i mean the whole thing had basically no plot uh <laughs> it's just go there pew, pew. but that's that you need to you need to just uh release some 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 steam right just uh distract yourself a
0: bit in the evening so yeah 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 I, I i totally get the point when you want to get far from the desk and then you just don't want to see any code and just you know release your mind just just yeah press some button i do and i enjoy yeah i do i do it after i put the baby at sleep
1: you know that became that became my (laughs) my my daily routine right Mm -hmm. i i i finished my day of work we walked the dog with my wife and the baby then i put the baby Mm -hmm. uh, to sleep I play some video games. She does other things. And then we, we watch a bit of TV together. And then the day is over. Well, it's over. It's over my ass. The baby probably uh, wakes up again. I need to feed him again. You know, <laughs> it's a yeah. Well, that's uh, we I don't want. I don't want to start there. I never I never thought about how much stuff you can do with, when you are sleep deprived <laughs>
0: and still and still going strong uh don't yeah, tell man. me it's lovely don't yeah. tell me but if if you like uh i'm also do lots of uh video gaming and if you like story games i suggest you last of us one and two
1: the last Just, of us i i played the first one on oh. uh,
0: ps4 mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: it was actually good it, it was very immersive for me mm-hmm. it, because it was very um I was very nervous and anxious, you know. I was like, <laughs> those <laughs> monsters are not the, yeah. the crickets, i love whatever they are, clickers, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, that, that was a that was a good one. Yeah. But but I late uh recently I bought um a, a desktop machine mm-hmm. for work mm-hmm. and because my MacBook was I was it was too old. I mean, the poor thing, it was it was still like a good laptop, it was not mm-hmm. good for Gradle. That's <laughs> not that it's a slow laptop. It's not for it's not a Gradle laptop. Um, I and I bought I bought a desktop machine because I'm working from home. So there is no, no going around anymore. Uh, and Sebastiano and Sasha, they talk me into throwing uh, Nvidia something something mm-hmm. in there. So now I can also play video games. And that yeah. was a good a good deal. <laughs>
0: yeah, the power that you can get from a PC you can never get from a laptop, and and you can you can change the stuff, you know, change some module and get more power. I, I did the same. I also right now have a PC and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there any fun fact about you that someone doesn't know? At least, for example, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> let me see. Um, well. I do not I mean, probably, probably, you know, but uh, fun fact, because I'm very, I'm very, I don't, I don't know if, if it's fun, but I'm le- definitely proud of, of it. Uh, that is, uh, I'm at my peak, uh, peak performance, peak shape, body shape performance mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the surgery. And mm-hmm. there was, a, there was a weird thing, because last year, I had my third back surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I have like, um, A lot of titanium in my back okay (laughs) um and after the rehab i you know because they they give you like a rehab program for a couple of months after the surgery Mm -hmm. um i i kept going so i kept paying for the personal trainer and this is something that uh that i there was a very new thing for me because i usually do gym you know, like the normal mm-hmm. thing you go there, there is somebody that helps you, but then you are by yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: eventually you I always stopped, you know, it mm-hmm. never became a, a habit. But with the personal trainer, that, that changed because, I don't know, you have somebody that helps you. you know, it's more like a pair programming session, but <laughs> at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, and that probably that mindset helps me a lot. So I have mm-hmm. this person that, um, you know, Tells me what to do, how to do it, corrects me. It's more like uh, I'm the junior trainee and he's Mm -hmm. the senior (laughs) trainer. So I feel uh, that's a combination that works for me. And yeah, I'm I'm almost forty and I'm in my best shape. You know, Mm -hmm. so thing Mm -hmm. things can happen. Mm -hmm. So that's
0: I don't know if it's fun, but it's probably (laughs) it's definitely good for me. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for you. That's that's super nice to hear. And besides android do you also read non-technical books and if so what was yes. the last book you read
1: um i think that was so i'm reading a lot of stuff for uh, parenting <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. but that's uh um because yeah why not i have i have something you have this one yeah <laughs> okay uh baby honest man no no i don't have that one uh, i have a, uh, I read one it was like get uh, be prepared Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, there was a there was a gift i know the, but the jokes aside the last uh, non-technical uh, book it was uh like a jack reacher one i think the the third jack reacher mm-hmm. um, those are yeah nice and easy to read and i love and i we really also loved the tv show and mm-hmm. the tv mm-hmm. show was if you have amazon prime check it mm-hmm. out it's
0: it's it's very nice very entertaining mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you also mentioned you do coding for for fun, and you have some side yeah. project. Can you maybe say what they are?
1: Yes, uh, I have one um, very old project that is still going. That is a companion app for Kindle. Uh, it's okay. called Gratis eBooks for Kindle, free eBooks okay. for Kindle, okay. um, and uh, where you can actually get free books from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they are there they are just there to for you to pick but they're very hard to find on the website so that's mm-hmm. why you know six years ago i built the app and i was like okay i want to help people i built the app for me two, week, two weeks mm-hmm. later i was not doing it anymore i was not using it anymore uh, but i have <laughs> i had like a thousands of users, and I was like, damn it, (laughs) I built myself a cage. (laughs) Uh, So now I'm still maintaining. Uh, Lately, I built something for my wife um, is a productivity app. It's more like a to-do app, but it only contains three tasks. So it's called uh, three things a day, where you actually have only three things, the, the three most important things that you want to do today. And that's it. that's the that's the whole app. It's there are like three checkboxes. That's it. There are three okay. <laughs> three text view, but it was it's in compose, so you know it was a good experiment to try to understand compose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, code with Italian, we had um, we we had uh, somebody from the Blunts uh, team, so they uh, showed us how to build uh, app widgets with a new library from mm-hmm. for compose. Yeah. Uh, so I also added uh, like a very yeah. uh, basic widget. I never built be- widget in my life, but now yeah. with the library, I was like, okay, this is this is actually super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it was it's it's uh, always building things that you use. Uh, something else that I use it's an app. It's in the beta channel. It's not uh in the public uh play store yet well i mean you can enjoy the beta eventually uh it's co- it's a time management app for uh people that work from home okay. because uh, uh, a lot of people told me that they struggle with overtime you know life work balance mm-hmm. um, and i always used timers for that mm-hmm. uh, and now i like just like clock timers like you know the one in the <laughs> in the system uh yeah but now I, I i build myself an app and it's
0: a it's a nice experiment as well so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, I love having those apps and then when you hit something you just go and implement it inside that app and yeah, and, yeah.
1: but it, it's important for me as a as a freelancer because i tend to change projects often mm-hmm. and you know if you don't keep up with the stuff, at least you know you need to, an overview Oh, you don't need to know everything. You need to have an idea of what can be done, and how painful can it be. Uh, so when when they ask for it, you say, "Oh yeah, that's a five minute job," or ah, "Yeah, this is gonna take a minute." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why I have pet projects. That's the that's the the reason
0: yeah we will talk about this knowing everything or just staying in the surface in in the technical section but yeah i, I agree with you and uh, are you a morning person or afternoon person and does this freelancing help you with it uh morning person
1: i i think a morning person uh, i Mm, I want to say morning person but lately the baby situation disrupted it a bit <laughs> uh, so I'm more following his his uh schedule mm-hmm. um but you know I think from a from a coding point of view uh definitely morning person
3: mm-hmm.
1: um training like a physical physical point of view I do better in the night I think it's mm-hmm. like a I, I don't know. Probably the, that's the body cycles, whatever. But I, I'm fresh mentally. I'm fresh in the morning, and but I, I feel like energized in the evening most of the time.
3: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Cool. And and while working, uh, do you use music to focus? And do you have any uh, favorite artist, genre, or playlist that you can share with us?
1: I don't. Um, i don't listen to music uh, a lot when i work because uh, i i enjoy silence especially mm-hmm. when i read mm-hmm. Um and but every now and then when maybe like you know i'm going through some more experimentation kind of thing where there is not a a, a strict flow i i just open up youtube music and I have like a lo-fi playlist you know I don't know it's like lo-fi lo-fi you know those ambient music kind of thing Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah that's basically the the thing that I have like one click and then I do start a radio or shuffle and (laughs) I really don't mind what's what's coming so I don't have like an artist it's more like a genre
0: yeah yeah okay cool I like to talk about salary stuff. So uh, there was some trend on Twitter that uh, some Android developers start sharing their salaries and somehow saying that we should be open about it. But I I don't want to ask you how much you make. But uh, I like to encourage Android developers who, who like to join this community and do Android. And, and newcomers so i'd like to ask you do you believe that android developer make a good money in compared to other developers in in the whole computer stuff
1: okay so freelancing it's a bit different because mm-hmm. there is a lot of negotiation going on mm-hmm. and it depends on more uh factors but when i was in berlin i was uh, on a permanent contract mm-hmm. and so i and those were yeah for a senior position uh my salary was always about was you know seventy thousand eighty thousand depending on the company mm-hmm. um depending yeah if the the startup was like funded and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh but then there were there were also a lot of weird situations where you know people in my team were getting less money or more money because yeah. there were ranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I can talk just for what I was getting mm-hmm. um, from a freelancing point of view. I know for sure that the backend people, the that were Scala developers, they were getting more money, mm-hmm. um, and I think the I, the iOS people were getting the same amount of money from mobile mm-hmm. because they were like mobile, you know, they were not differentiating that much. Yeah. Um I don't think we are making uh little money. I, I think we're making good money. In mm-hmm. Europe, I mean we are not US crazy mm-hmm. batshit uh, salaries. <laughs> we are like more like a nor- normal salaries in mm-hmm. Europe. I mean, but this is this is Berlin, right? This is mm-hmm. probably uh London will be similar. In Italy, it's I don't want to say half the money. But it's definitely like about sixty percent, or, mm-hmm. or Berlin. I mean, in Italy, for a senior developer, it's about fifty thousand euros. Okay. Like like, so and that was one of the the reason when uh, you know ten years ago, eventually I left Italy because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I realized that okay, I can I can speak English, I can travel across Europe because mm-hmm. you know I'm lucky enough that you know there is my passport works so mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't need visa or things in Europe at least mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so I started interviewing for companies in Berlin in mm-hmm. Hamburg and yeah and and when I when I landed my first job in 2020 14, 2014 mm-hmm. in Hamburg mm-hmm. um I was making double the amount of money that I was making in Italy so mm-hmm. Friday I was making 25 in Italy <laughs> and on Monday I was making 50 in Hamburg. And and you know that that thing it breaks you in a very fascinating <laughs> way when you're like, okay, this is this is something is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm making the same, I'm this is the same job. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the same, you know, if I go to the US and if we go to the US, it's going to be like some Netflix crazy salary or like mm-hmm. 300,000 <laughs> euros for like, okay, that's a hundred up. But, yeah. you know, it was, it was very uh, eye opening, you know, how much money you can make in a different environment that values you differently.
3: <laughs> in Italy,
1: in Italy, computer science, it's a bit like, you know, yeah, sure,
0: whatever. In yeah, Germany, yeah. it's a
3: bit more like,
1: yeah, yeah, you do your shit.
0: Cool and and are the expenses lower in Italy compared to Germany or it's just on the same level? The Cost of
1: living is definitely. I mean, depends. I mean, if you live in Rome or in Milan, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. good luck with that. But
0: <laughs> if you uh,
1: if you live in, uh, for instance, for us in the countryside, mm-hmm. cost of living is inevitably cheaper. The same applies to Germany. If you live in Germany, if you live in Berlin, is different. If you live like hundred kilometers in the countryside from Berlin. Mm-hmm. So even in Germany, if you can work remote, that's where the the, the money is because you know that you, you can play the low cost of living, high income, so you can save a lot of money or that. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a nice flat in Berlin and fuck it. I mean, depends on what are your,
0: your priorities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can you can pick your lifestyle and then pay for it. That's, that's cool in Berlin. Yeah. 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 yeah correct point uh, you mentioned you're married but i have a fun question if you were not married would you marry some android developer by knowing all the pressure and the stressful lifestyle they have? or do you I, don't think that's stressful
1: no i think for me uh, it, it will be so when i when i share my um, you know struggles with my wife Mm -hmm. Uh, My work struggles with my wife. I need her different um, point of view, right? Mm -hmm. So I need that kind of diversity. I will probably, uh, I know that I'm at my worst renting when, (laughs) when I'm with other hundred people. It gets in a very, very, very bad negative spiral. (laughs) <laughs> you know because five minutes in the conversation everything is shit. they are not paying us enough the ios team and the backend team and fuck google and fuck everything and they're like no even just just breathe you know and just so i know that that will escalate too much no i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't not uh probably i will pro- marry a developer who knows right i mean you, you mm. can't predict to. Uh, one who's you're gonna fall in love with, but Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the fact that my wife does completely different things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like the fact that she knows a lot about what I do. Uh, but she also looks at me like, What the hell are you talking about?
0: You know, (laughs) that's uh, that's also that's also nice, yeah, cool. And maybe as the last question of this category, what's your phone brand? Are you an Android guy or iOS guy?
1: Uh, I got a I got a Pixel six because okay. uh, I got a um, I have a Samsung S nine. I had a Samsung S nine, but uh, he's running Android ten, mm-hmm. so that's not good for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the device. Uh, I have been using Samsung. I I completely skipped the Pixel uh, era, Mm -hmm. so this is my first Pixel. I I Mm -hmm. had a a Nexus Five, and then I switched to Samsung because my users have Samsung phones. So you know the weirdest bugs were on Samsung. So I was like, okay, I need a weird phone (laughs) because I need to fix weird bugs. Um, But then I Android 12 came out, and the 13 preview is is coming already mm-hmm. and i was like i need a new phone I, I cannot be like three versions of android behind my users mm-hmm. um i waited for the s22 and mm-hmm. uh once i realized that the s22 is shit, i got <laughs> i got a pixel <laughs> <laughs> i got a pixel 6. so yeah, yeah. It's, uh mm-hmm. and i like the phone it, i mean it's huge it, compared to the my old Samsung, that's a, a, a very big phone, <laughs> uh, but the camera is insane. I mean, I, I don't know how they do it. It's a—it's uh, I don't understand because it's insane.
0: Yeah, very impressive. Lo- lots of image processing is happening there. Mamma cool. mia, it's crazy. But I yeah, love it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. Uh, we are done with the lifestyle section. So see you on the next one. Uh, we are back with Ivan. The next chapter is about Android community. And what was your latest uh, contribution to the Android community? Any article, talk, or open source library besides um, the code with Italians?
1: <clears throat> okay, code with Italians is definitely the, my major uh, time uh, time um, yeah <laughs> sync <laughs> mm-hmm. project. Uh, but I also have a blog um i have um, i i try to to put on the blog the stuff that i that i like even tiny bits uh like you know i found a plugin for intellij that i liked this is like a small article um and i was doing conferences talks not not much lately unfortunately well mm-hmm. i did something uh something like online for the Android uh, developers, Italia community Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. Uh,
0: Regarding your web, like if you give me the link, I will put into the description so people can go and find it. Okay, cool. Uh, Uh, I remember you from a very nice talk that you did about Arrow and DDD, Domain Driven Development. Do you want to talk about it maybe a bit so people know what it is about?
1: So, so domain-driven design, is something that I was uh, have been fascinating for for a long time um, because I like the the idea of you know um, describing complex systems in a in a healthy way, mm-hmm. and and when I was studying that, um, well, there are there are books like you know the the blue book, well, it's there the, this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
4: I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna do some some book suggestions so this is the, this is the the book okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for domain driven design and okay. uh, this is this is an intense book okay this is like a <laughs> that's uh that's a heavy heavy book <laughs> but over time then I I uh I Looked for a lot of uh, content on YouTube, and this uh, other book came out. So this is uh, Domain Modeling Made Functional by uh, Scott Valachin. Mm-hmm. And if you search for Scott Valachin, you will find his um, website um, F Sharp for Fun and Profit, where he describes how you can do domain modeling in a functional way. Mm-hmm. He's using uh, F sharp,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and um, so there's a lot of stuff that comes for free for him. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a workshop, uh, two days workshop with him last year. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, it was, it was supposed to be in Milan, but then you know, the whole when when COVID hit the fan, uh, eventually we did it online. Uh, so I don't have his signature on my. That's my... That's that's so bad. I was so ready. Um, but then, you know, he he explained a lot of stuff, how you can do domain modeling with things like um, choices or uh, aggregates, um, you know, some type, product types. And that stuff started to... You know, I started thinking about, okay, how can we do this in Kotlin, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I want... Uh, he's talking about, okay, like... A, a choice type where something can be three things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, that's a silk class. Yeah. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and then, you know, he starts describing things like, uh, how do you represent uh, the absence of a value? And I was like, okay, that's a null. That's legit, mm-hmm. right? That's, mm-hmm. It's a null. If it's null, there is nothing there. Um, And then when he started thinking, uh, describing things, he calls it uh, railway, um, railway programming, right, where you have like a train, rails, kind of railroad. Um, So where you have two, um, two two tracks, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you apply it to a function that can fail, or can succeed, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, so this is like a kind of result type kind of thing, right? There is a success, there is a failure. Um, but then what they have in languages like, you know, F-sharp or Scala or Haskell, they have a lot of um, tooling around that that part. Mm-hmm. So, because how, how do you connect two functions that have one input and two outputs? right? Mm -hmm. So that was the that was the idea. So you had the first function has two outputs, and the second function has one input. So how how you connect them, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and that's the the part where you know, things like arrow with the either type come into into Mm -hmm. place, because Mm -hmm. Kotlin doesn't have the those mechanisms. Yeah, you have result. But you can't actually do connection Mm -hmm. if you have two functions that have you start having fold 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 and things like that and then you have like five levels of nesting um so arrow helps a lot on that and Mm -hmm. the 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 talk explains how you can start looking into these things and yeah i mean for me it's a fascinating topic it's it's a very hard sell i never been able to use it at work like Mm -hmm. this has been like 4 or 5 years now i don't know probably 4 years i i usually use it in my pet projects because mm-hmm. i need it and i can introduce it at work is a different thing there is a lot of um emotional pushback on this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah yeah, yeah that uh, was
0: that was my next question i was going to ask if you had arrow in in your any of your production except your your personal thing but okay no because i yeah. was
1: never able i i worked with teams that Every team, every team that I worked in mm-hmm. had a homemade result type. Mm-hmm. All of them. Everybody right. had one version of a result type that they mm-hmm. they build it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and and that's why I don't understand. You know, why don't you use something that is well tested and maintained by a community? But mm-hmm. that's again—it's not a technical decision; it's an emotional yeah. decision, and you—you you mm-hmm. can't. It's a—it's a—it's a tricky topic.
0: Yeah, I agree. But uh, talking about Android community and sharing, uh, we know it's a bit stressful to be on stage for for sharing some topic, or even as you mentioned before, live coding and streaming online. So. I like to know if you have any solution to to reduce this uh, pres- uh, pressure before presenting.
1: Yes, uh, so this is a very very um, it's a topic that I really um, care about because mm-hmm. a lot of people asked in the past how did you start uh, speaking in conferences, uh, and I. I always say, I will not advise you to do what I did because yeah. what I did was brutal and painful for me. Uh, because I, when I started, uh, my first conference was 2015. It was Droidcon Berlin. Uh, it was in English. It was my first conference. So I'm not an English native speaker. So that was not my language. Uh, and I was the last speaker at the conference. It was the, the largest room. It was a full room. And when they started bringing in chairs, because people wanted to join and they couldn't stand in the room for security, safety, fire safety reasons. I almost passed out. I was so nervous. I was like incredibly uncomfortable. If you check the video on YouTube, that by the way, it's like one of the most popular DroidCon Berlin videos ever about RxJava. So the thing just was born and died uh, in the last five years. So imagine uh, you will see that I was super nervous. So I would not advise you. Uh, The observer pattern is basically um, nothing new. We we use it every day. It's the gang of four pattern, basically. a common concept you just observe something that can change in over the time and you just react when the change happen um, we don't check our mail every time we just get a notification so they push the data to us something that i advise is something that uh, tim ferris in one of his um, podcast episode described as micro bravery.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the idea is that you build a deck of slides and you show it to your team. OK, a couple of friends or friendlier colleagues in your team. But then you get the feedback mm-hmm. and then you change the slides a bit and then you present it again at your Hack and Tell and at the office, right? and then you get more feedback and the audience gets a bit larger and then you know you join a meetup okay where the Mm -hmm. audience is a bit larger but it's still friendly because a healthy environment you Mm -hmm. get more feedback you change the slides Mm -hmm. and so you do iterations and when you do this kind of iterations you get more confident because you are rehearsing a lot and eventually you can go to a conference where there are 300 people in front of you and everything is is okay you're going to be excited because there is a lot of people you know you're on stage but you are also very confident because you know the topic you know that people like the topic that you're presenting mm-hmm. um, they invited you so they accepted you you know at the conference so they know. That the topic is cool, so and that gives you a lot of like a boost, morale boost and confidence boost. Mm-hmm. And but you have this, you know, I- incrementally larger audience that is compensated. But the more rehearsal, the more feedback that you get. So the larger the audience, the 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 better the feedback that you got mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Eventually, you're like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So that I that's that's how I. Uh, I, what I advise for people that want to don't do the, oh, yeah, just go there. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. It's, it
1: may, may, you have probably a 50% chance to actually make it. It's going to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Why, why risk it? Yeah, yeah. So just do it. Baby steps a bit outside your comfort zone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're good. Good to go
0: yeah that's that's an interesting approach i never thought about it before but yeah the, the more the group grows, the more feedback you get and and you're more confident than the previous time previous time because yeah. you have done this maybe two or three times before and now, yeah. now you get more
1: feedback. that's cool a lot of a lot of people think that you improvise when you're on stage
0: mm-hmm.
1: for me is not not even close to what I do. I mean, then I saw Dennis' interview where he says, "You know, I forget about a lot of things because I never read my notes." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually enjoy having speaker notes because you know they give me um, a good time, so I don't skip slides, I don't skip topics, or you know if I forget something, it's there. So that gives me a lot of uh, peace when I'm mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. So those are the tricks right
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah Uh, talking again about android community we have a nice community and people are sharing a lot of stuff in different channels i'd like to know which channel you pick and how do you keep yourself up to date
3: and
0: yeah um okay so usually well
1: twitter is the social network that that i consider like uh the the work social network Mm -hmm. um so Twitter definitely a lot of stuff on YouTube, especially Google stuff from, on YouTube or other YouTubers like you know this friend of mine that has very interesting, <laughs> interesting videos and interviews on YouTube. Um, and and well, there is also uh, newsletters, you know the classic Android Weekly and Kotlin Weekly, um, and yeah, blog posts. I, it's not that i that i'm constantly looking for new stuff because there's so much uh but again i i like to have an idea what's going on and then if i need something i try to specialize you know I like to uh i don't know i i i have a problem i i go there and try to understand if there is a library that i missed or something uh new that came up if i have like a one topic that i care for instance you know the libraries that i that i use you know there is a new version oh let's see what let's check it out
0: yeah do you do you also dedicate a fixed time i don't know every day one hour you go and read everything or it's just some random happening
1: well i i don't have fixed time because it's yeah. not that i i no i, I don't have a schedule um mm-hmm. i have a um, you know like a inbox kind of labels for newsletters. Uh I have a watch later on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I use Pocket for blog posts. Mm -hmm. I I just bookmark it and it's there and I when I if I'm if I'm waiting in some queue at the Mm -hmm. post office I just read something for instance.
0: Uh regarding your recently reading do you have any article that you like to share that you believe was a nice one?
1: Um, I read something. I posted. I posted it. Uh, I think yesterday or this morning um, about. Um, I, I, I'm going to give you the link uh, specifically. But they were they were um, discussing the absence of Scrum in big tech, and it was a very insightful uh, analysis. How. Um, you know, teams at Facebook or Google or Amazon or Microsoft, uh, they don't use Scrum or, you know, most of them, they tried Scrum or they they stopped using Scrum um, and it, it was a fascinating idea because when, when I started working, everybody was well, agile, you know, we do Scrum, blah, 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 you know, we do the... Uh we do the stand-up, we do the retro, whatever. But then Mm -hmm. you start working for the company and you realize that it's just a lot of yeah, you would like to do scrum, but you are actually not doing you are not even close. Mm -hmm. Uh so most of the companies they are like, Yeah, we are doing it like a kind of scrum-ish kind of thing because it's fancy to have probably um, like you know, the appear, the facade of having, a, yeah. um, but it was a nice article. It was a nice article. It's was uh, a lot of insights on, you know, if you have a like a highly valuable team, you don't need a lot of structure from a process point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the right people, they they work out problems uh, without the the ceremonies. So mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm was good
0: yeah yeah i agree things with big companies is, is totally different than a smaller startup who is i don't know five or even 200 developer or, or even mobile developer who can yeah. just sit together in the morning in two minutes share everything and then go back to work but yeah that's that's also the difference because uh usually those big companies are not that much agile as as those smaller startups because they
1: have their own paperwork yeah, and stuff. But, but yeah th- they, they they had a nice a nice point on you know if you have people uh, if you have a new team where people don't know each other uh having a structure like scrum will help mm-hmm. because it will help you to uh have a like a direction or like boundaries or a way of doing things mm-hmm. uh, because if you have people that they don't know each other there is a lot of clashing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. my idea versus your idea, yeah. and we never ship anything because we are fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. So at that mm-hmm. point, give me Scrum. Let's do. Uh, let's give me Jira because I want to work on something, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, it was. It's it's a nice it's a nice idea. It's a nice uh, article. So
0: cool. Uh, you mentioned Jake Watson, uh, but I like to ask if you have any any big hero in the Android community, and what's your reaction if you see see them, or have you met? And what was your reaction when you saw them? Uh, I'm always
1: very excited. Uh, I I because you know they, they are they are nice people, <laughs> uh, they are normal people um, until and, and, and you, you, you you don't realize that when you see them on Twitter Twitter is, is weird right Twitter yeah. is it feels like the real world but it's actually not the real world <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, so yeah I mean over time I I try to that comes uh, with, uh, with with age probably but I started to look for the people that I read books. Mm Of, right so Mm -hmm. i i also selected the conferences looking for the people that i have read the books i enjoyed the books Mm -hmm. so i can go there and i can get a signature okay (laughs) and so so i have a lot of signed copies or books that i liked Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. and and then when and they never most of the time they they don't expect Mm -hmm. that you know Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, nerds, introverts, that kind <laughs> of people. You you wouldn't expect somebody with a book. Yeah. Uh, can you sign? Can you sign, Michael, <laughs> your your book? Uh, and that's a nice. Uh, it's a nice icebreaker because then you can start a conversation. Oh. Like you know, and you realize that you know I have I met uh, Venkat Subramanian. I I met uh, Kevin Henley and. Uh, it, they are super nice people you can have a conversation i was like man that's cool that's cool you know i want to be like that guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm so upset that uh, i met chat has uh from berlin and i didn't have the book at that point to ask him to sign and he had a nice signing session and i missed it but yeah now i have the book so cool next time yeah next time god knows when we see each other again <laughs> Cool. That's that's what I love about the Android community. You do not expect to see your hero, and then at some point he just shows up in front of your mm-hmm. eye, and you can jump and at least take a selfie.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's that's nice. I mean, they they are super. I never met somebody that was a jerk, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like uh, most of the time it was like just lovely people. Yeah, maybe the they, they are not in the. They don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they always make a bit of time to, to take
3: a selfie, for instance, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's,
0: uh... Cool. Uh, that's it with this section. So, see you on the next one. We are back again. And in this section, i like to talk about uh, encouraging junior Android developers who are enthusiastic about joining the community, contributing, and also maybe finding a job for, for their future. As as we said, we make a good money in this job. So uh, maybe for the first part, uh, I I personally like to know how did you start uh, Android development and mm-hmm. was it some intendant thing or yeah, you can tell so, me your story.
1: Okay, so I started uh, when I was at university. We started playing around with Android on a system level. Mm-hmm. So I I was very um, like big fan linux big fan uh kinda kinda guy right nerd all the way down yeah. and when and so we were we were playing around with very small things running linux mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so we were building uh, we were hacking uh access gateways and things like that routers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we because there was no arduino at the time so we were basically yeah. hijacking the boards for the from the router and we were making robots Mm-hmm. uh with with access gate I, adsl dsl access gate oh, that was the, that was my life um and when when android came out or the first actually i have to say the first affordable phone running android came out um i jumped on the phone we jumped with a few friends on the phone we started hacking around the system you know we were doing custom roms Mm -hmm. um and you know tweaking performance and things like that but it was very very related to the phone right Mm -hmm. it was no no apps there uh because what i what i knew it was linux so i was doing linux all the time boom 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 right and Mm -hmm. android kind of linux so at the time it was it was fun (laughs) but then when i started working uh i moved to milan and i was making very little money Mm-hmm. And the problem when you make very little money and you live in a very expensive uh, city like Milan is that you cannot go out. Mm-hmm. So we basically were staying at home because we were broke like, fuck, I mean, we were bro- <laughs> we are super broke. And, uh, and at some point I realized, okay, I was doing uh, at that point I was doing Java backend. I was doing like for a consultancy company, and I I started thinking, okay, nobody's ever gonna know that I'm working on this enterprise software, whatever internal tool that nobody will never know. This is this is not. I want more like a direct contact with the users, Um, and we were not doing. Roms anyway uh, anymore, so you know there was no uh, XDA forum where you can answer people' question about your mm-hmm. ROM, and so I want I wanted something um, to connect with the end user, and then I started experimenting with uh, things like phonegap uh, because I was doing I was doing also like. A lot of web-ish kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I can try this phone gap thing. Uh but then I, I started publishing apps, but then I settled on the native part uh of the Android world. Mm-hmm. And and that was it. Basically, I had a cheap phone, a cheap Android phone. Uh, I had a laptop provided by my employer. Mm-hmm. And I had I have no money <laughs> to go party. <laughs> and I started learning Android. And I started building Android apps that were solving my problems. And if you are lucky, when you publish something that solves one of your problems, you realize that it's not your problems, but mm-hmm. other people have the same problem. And now you have a user base. <laughs> and And then after after a while i was like okay i like this i have been doing this in my spare time for months (laughs) Uh, i can i can jump and i can try to 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 do it as a job and at that point i i quit my job i started freelancing as an android developer i had zero experience as a as a professional <laughs> android developer but, like, but I was like yeah yeah whatever I'm just going to interview and let's 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 see right mm-hmm. and I'm going to go through interviews I'm going to try to sell it let's see if they are going to buy it mm-hmm. and eventually you know I landed my first uh, consultancy uh, job and yeah and then I I kept doing that you know learn new things publishing up and then change companies, change companies and change companies, because that's the only way (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you can learn and make more money, change companies, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. huge, huge advocate of quitting. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Your story kind of reminded of my story, you you mentioned about creating some app for yourself, and then you get some user base. And it happened to me, Uh, I was working in somewhere that traffic was a lot, and I had to drive a lot. And before driving i used to check okay what's the traffic status but at that point my my city traffic uh, organization was just sharing some images and then you had to click and click and click and then i created some android app which used to download and at least cache that image and and i could use it i could not drive on it but at least it i have i had some resources and and then i published and as you said i noticed that this is lots of people problem and they they love the app and they install the app a lot, but yeah that's cool yeah that's interesting uh, topic. But uh, what it's that easy? Words? It's that easy. Just <laughs> exactly. solve
1: solve one of your problems mm-hmm. and
0: ship it. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't stress over. Oh now it's pixel perfect. Just <laughs> ship it. Yeah. 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 And then, then you become an Android developer out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I was doing C and .dotnet, and now I'm I'm doing then I switched to Java and now Kotlin. So yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. So uh, can I ask what was your serious Android app that you mentioned that you published and had users? Um,
1: the the, the most popular one that I have is the book, the one where for the for Kindle. Mm-hmm. Okay. so that's uh i mean it's like over a million downloads the thing is huge for mm-hmm. but it's a very very niche app and that's you know mm-hmm. that gives you the idea how big the android world is so we we're, we're talking billions okay we are talking billion like billion devices mm-hmm. okay and You just need to to pick a very, very, very tiny slice Mm -hmm. of not and then you you solve a problem and then you realize, okay, this is like uh, a lot of people with the Mm -hmm. same problem. And now they are asking me for features. They are asking me for bug fixes Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then you can throw some ads in there or you come up with a business model that, you know, subscriptions or whatever and then you can and now you have a product Mm -hmm. right Uh,
0: what do you like about being an android developer in compared to other developers for example in compared to ios developer what they miss that we have
1: well uh the, the 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 yeah okay when you know i always joke that if you if you don't have an iPhone and you know Java, you are an Android developer, (laughs) you know, back in the day, that was my idea, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you if you don't have an iPhone, probably you don't have a MacBook, probably you have an Android phone. And if you know a bit of Java, whatever, you are an Android developer, basically. That started as a joke, but then eventually you realize that that makes all the difference. because. When I started there was no real reason to go Android versus iOS if not the fact that I could fucking afford an iPhone or a MacBook right who does that who wakes up one day and says you know what I want to be a mobile developer and you know what I want to be the 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 one developer that the type of developer that to start coding needs about 4,000 euros of equipment, <laughs> right? So, Android was the opposite. Android was like, I had already, I had like a super crappy uh, workstation. I was like a laptop, like a Dell laptop, whatever, my employer. Yeah. And and I had like, a, I remember, I remember it was like a 99 euros huawei something something phone it was like this big it was lovely it was like 2.5 inches oh, <laughs> i was like yeah. I, I imagine imagine how small that thing will be and I remember. and that was it <laughs> you know it was with a hundred bucks and what like 20 euros for a play store account mm-hmm. bam you are an android developer do you want to learn how to do what you go you go there just, like gazillion of blog posts and videos on YouTube, and I mean we are living in the time uh, you know we can access every kind of information.
3: So mm-hmm.
1: if you want to learn something? Um, go 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 on YouTube. So yeah, that was it. It was it was a money money thing. It was like a the the the, the circumstance where that basically I had a computer, I had a phone, I knew the language. Let's try it out. You know, the, the alternative was not feasible for me,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that that was it. It's brutal. I mean, for the same th- for the same, with the same reason, you will say, okay, well, why not web, right? Mm-hmm. It's even cheaper because you don't need. Yeah, um, yeah maybe, maybe the web will. But I was doing web. Probably, I, I wanted something different, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. Uh, at the moment, do you also code for other platforms? Do you know, for example, Swift or do you iOS no. or t- no? I don't
1: back-end? do iOS. I do I do backend with Ktor when mm-hmm. uh, when I need something for my apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do desktop. Yes, I do desktop with mm-hmm. Compose for desktop. I love it. Cool. Uh, but I don't do iOS because mm-hmm. the I never. Um, I never liked the hundred bucks per year kind of thing to have. It it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. It's it's not the way I want to live my developer life. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, talking about Compose for desktop, how different it is from the Android version? Do you have more well, features or the same from- thing? Just
1: we have uh it's pretty much the same stuff uh Mm -hmm. there is it's not like a one-on-one port because it's Mm -hmm. different for instance on on uh, on desktop you have scroll bars Mm -hmm. um you know on 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 phone you don't really have scroll bars Mm -hmm. um and there is of course there is the integration with the system you know like uh, you can add an icon to your Uh, Like system bar in Windows, Mm -hmm. so so you have, but from a UI point of view, it's pretty much the same. Um, the The idea that you the the closest uh, comparison will be like tablet, right? So Mm -hmm. if you have an idea how to build a UI for a tablet, that's pretty much translates to to desktop pretty much the same way. So you have like you know the same navigation Mm -hmm. and things like that. phone ui desktop ui i mean you you understand the difference right i mean there's just a sides that so uh, but from a from a technical point of view it's the same thing like like it's the same language
0: interesting i have to give it a try but uh another thing that comes from junior developer is that now that they want to start should they start with java or kotlin what do you think
1: Uh, i will i will say kotlin kotlin because um so when you when you start you need to start on your stuff right most of the time you're already doing something either you are at university or you're working and so you work on your pet project in your spare time Mm -hmm. and you need to be uh real okay so you need to learn the the real thing yes i i as i say to a lot of my students um you are gonna probably work on some legacy code and they're still in java so you Mm -hmm. you need to have an idea what java is but if you know kotlin java especially java one point java 8 or whatever java Mm -hmm. 1.6 that you have on android it's gonna look like a very primitive version Mm -hmm. of what you already know right so you can Mm -hmm. you can work it out kotlin Mm -hmm. kotlin is the way to go yeah i will suggest kotlin and compose and then you deal with the old stuff when you need it. Okay, cool. Um,
0: and uh, when I talk with junior Android developer, they like to find some job and join a company and a team to learn more, but they are super afraid of the interviews and how it's going to happen. So uh, at the moment, i just like to know how was your maybe latest interview process and how, and how did it go? What was the steps? So I think companies do the same almost.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a freelancer is a bit different, but from from an employee point of view, uh, they mostly they look the same if you're applying for like a startup in Berlin. Uh, If you're applying for Facebook and Google, that's a different deal um, because there is there is a different process. But most of the time, my interview were like, okay, you have uh, you have a first call a first chat with HR. To, they, they need to understand if you're like a psychopath. So that's the first step. <laughs> it's an easy <laughs> step. Um, so the second one, it was mostly like, uh, oh, what, what have you done? Blah, blah, blah. And then there is probably a code challenge. And the code challenge, they are all the same. In my experience, they are all the same. Um, is usually a list. You fetch the JSON from an API. Usually is I don't know IMDb or GitHub uh, something that gives you a lot of results and then you show them in a recycle view. Um, and the the tricky part is so you you can you can train on that because most of the time the that's gonna be the one the one, uh, one call challenge that you get. Um, you can train because they are gonna constrain probably the time. You know, a lot of companies they were like, "You have one week." Other companies, you was know, so like, yeah you know, you have two days." Uh, but I also got uh, my last permanent position. You had two hours, mm-hmm. and when when you read the the description, the problem description, you and you have a bit of experience, you know that nobody can do that in two hours from scratch.
3: Yeah.
1: So because they, they know they know as well. Mm-hmm. So you you need to understand that they will look at what you prioritize to understand what kind of developer you are, right? Mm-hmm. So you if you are missing tests because you have a fancy UI, mm-hmm. you are one type of developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your UI is crap, but you have unit tests for everything, <laughs> you are a different type of uh, developer so you know if you have like a fancy architecture or everything is in your activity those are a different type of uh so
0: but, but that's that's the usual the usual drill that it was in berlin it was all <laughs> the same yeah yeah i agree and and do you have any suggestion or trick to to teach the junior developer to do or not to do during interview i i I will suggest,
1: to if it's a, like a live coding or like a pair programming session for interviews, um, I will suggest you to talk a lot. So w- w- communicate with the person in front of you what you want to do and what you are trying to do. Uh, if you have any question about the, the problem, just ask. So they want to know most of the time they want to know what kind of team uh, member you're gonna be because every everybody can code okay let's let's Mm -hmm. put this out i strongly believe that everybody can code Um, not everybody can communicate properly or be empathic with or like a be a good person in a team Mm -hmm. okay it's it's way Mm -hmm. easier to be a jerk Mm-hmm. or an asshole than a nice mm-hmm. person. So yeah. focus on being a, a nice person, communicate well, and yeah, th- there is no problem to to show that you don't know something. Mm-hmm. So if you if you say I don't know and they penalize you because uh, you don't know, that's the wrong company for you. <laughs> that's a that's a red flag. Because you can always learn. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the, that's my suggestion. Talk.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and big company aside, do you believe Android developers should have a deep knowledge of algorithms? And during interview, they should be able to answer hard algorithm questions
1: i mean if you if you are applying for google facebook or twitter that's the that's the way they interview mm-hmm. but they are also very um, they are also very frank i mean if you start if you apply to for a for a facebook for a position as a software engineer in facebook they are gonna tell you right away you're gonna have one interview where they're gonna give you ask you for two algorithms okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. data structures and algorithms uh when do you want to do the interview and you can say in three months and they are going to send you all the material you know lit code or uh, coder whatever something something Those those online platforms where you have like a gazillion algorithm and you can and you can train mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily that you need for the work okay I'm pretty sure that people at Google are not balancing red, black trees on a daily basis, or you know, <laughs> okay. But I have a lot of friends in Google, and they are they are wonderful people. Mm-hmm. They simply know and they, they knew what the what the game was, right? You mm-hmm. want to apply, you want to work at Google, you need to suck it up, and you have to study for three months algorithm and data structure because that's the interview. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Nice. Good luck with the interview. You don't like mm-hmm. it? Plenty your startups. Yeah. You know, to, they, they, <laughs> so it's not that you don't need it at work. You need it for the interview, and that's the deal. Mm-hmm. So they are very clear, since you know at the beginning. So I think that's fair. For me, it's probably going to be like at the university. You know, the moment you mm-hmm. uh, join the company, you just forget everything about. <laughs> <laughs> what you learned for the interview, it's just it's just gonna be like hard reset. And <laughs> I mean, but the I mean when 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 you do exams at the university is the same. You study study study. You get the mark. Fuck it. Forget about everything. <laughs> so it's uh it's just the game. You need to yeah. learn to play the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. I know junior developers who do not jump into some internship or some interview because. They believe that they should know all the Android APIs and they should know all the histories and uh, what do you think about what's what's your answer to those people
1: no so i i'm um, i don't believe in you need to know all of it to to start you need to know what you need uh, to start Mm -hmm. or even better you just need to know where you want to go (laughs) and then you start learning you know, the bits and pieces to, to get there. Um, for instance, I mean, you, if you don't work for a company that does um, navigation or public transportation or whatever, why would you need Google Maps knowledge? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. right. Um, I mean, I don't work for a company that does machine learning. I don't know anything about TensorFlow. Mm-hmm. Right. But, is, but TensorFlow is there. Right mm-hmm. or image manipulation, mm-hmm. well, ciao. I mean, I have no idea how to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So my suggestion will be: pick a problem. You know, the the, the pet projects. It's always mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Pick a problem. Try to solve the problem, and then you mm-hmm. and then you learn something new, and that's in your bag, right? It's in in your tool set. Okay, yeah. I know how to do this thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time, you're gonna show a list from a json to a recycle view and you can work basically <laughs> everywhere in the world. If you can, if you can do json to, <laughs> if you can do retrofit and recycle views <laughs> you can work everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, 90% of companies.
1: <laughs> but this is the same thing that I uh, that I taught during my uh, Android course. I I trained mm-hmm. 12 people last year. Mm-hmm. They were like cool. graduated or like you know high school um, uh, kids or, you know, they, they were like people they wanted to start coding. It was a very diverse, uh, class
3: mm-hmm. and
1: we started with that. I was like, okay, this is the project you pick the topic. It was somebody was doing cocktails app. Somebody was doing recipe apps. Mm-hmm. You know, it was this, this, there were APIs and there were the app, the app was the, the usual stuff because I was, I was training them to actually have an interview. Right. So we, we were doing retrofit. We were mm-hmm. doing uh, the JSON transformations. We were doing the the recycle view and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. And now they, they are working. I mean, everybody is basically working. They had like a hundred percent placement after the course, like a, mm-hmm. after two months, two months, okay. two months of Android. And now everybody's working and they were like, nobody it was, they were no, strict rule right no computer science degrees or things like that no 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 just like basic uh, programming somebody was doing php somebody was doing javascript Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then we learned kotlin just pick something and build it
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i personally admire all the teachers because last year i tried to do the same and i really struggled because i cannot teach people that much easily as, as some people are really fluent in it and i, I had a real hard time to collect the topics you know make it, it understandable for someone who is new in this field because that's that's totally different technique. it's a lot of
1: yeah. it's a lot of energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. teaching is a it's a lot of energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's not paying much so that's also the yeah. the, the, the problem with teaching Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a that's a completely other topic. But I I
0: feel you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely experience because I fell into the the this this channel of uh, I have to you know put the stuff into chapters. I don't know, make some structure of the data because okay, I know everything, but I cannot tell everything in in one hour because the yeah. poor guy is going to have some heart attack but yeah um do you have any plan to do the same again so are you going to register so I, I, or, or put people in the list so because-
1: i don't know if i'm gonna do like a course like the the one that i did because there mm-hmm. was a uh like eight hours a day for two months uh-huh. uh, no break no nothing mm-hmm. so it was a very intense and it wouldn't work with the mm-hmm. life that i have at the moment that is a bit more uh, random so I, I like the flexibility or the of freelancing that i have at the moment so i like you know i can i can just say oh i need a couple of hours because the baby whatever mm-hmm. and nobody mm-hmm. is gonna freak out uh, so it was a very a very intense commitment and And I also, on the very cynical and practical and realistic uh, way of looking at the world, I was Mm -hmm. making half the money that I can make as a developer.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a nice thing for you to try, Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful and I'm happy for the students that now they found out direction and they are working, Mm -hmm. but that don't think it's going to happen again because okay. you know you, you, you need you need to also look
0: at what you need to do for your family so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah cool yeah i agree uh, i know junior developers oh, okay I, I cannot call them junior developer because they have some experience right now and they do not have courage to call themselves senior after even years of experience and i was telling them okay No one is going to give you this title, you have to somehow achieve this title. But from your perspective, uh, what uh, characteristic a senior developer has, and when you start calling some person as a senior developer?
1: Well, I mean, uh, a senior developer is somebody that has a senior in the title on LinkedIn. (laughs) That's so if you put senior on LinkedIn, you're a senior developer because (laughs) the, the term itself it doesn't really mean anything per se. And it depends a lot of if you're working for a company or another company, or in my case, if you are freelancing, I mean, who's going to care, right? I mean, I do Android, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But from a, from a more, um, let's say from a personal point of view, something that I definitely expect from a colleague that is experienced. OK, so let's uh-huh. say they they want to be called. Let's say they want to be called senior. OK, um, what I expect from them is good communication, uh-huh. um, accountability, uh-huh. uh, courage. courage of saying, I don't know. I don't know. Let's find a way to do it. Uh-huh. That's my that's my my way of of doing it. Like, I I don't need to know everything, but I can learn whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know how to to plant zucchini. Now I I know, right? <laughs> so you just learn things. That's what you do, right? It's a mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that a senior developer is somebody that um, is able to overcome the the problems. Without, without guidance, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the idea. That's some, something that a lot of people can agree on. We have a problem. We have no idea where to go. The person that has experience in problem-solving or the intuition or whatever is the one that is going to pull pull us out of the the, the impasse. Like, mm-hmm. So you want to call it senior? I expect that from a senior. I've worked with a lot of people, they were team lead slash senior, and mm-hmm. they were awful communicators. They were like always trying to dodge the bullet and they were not. That's mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: that's yeah, it's just poor parler. There is mm-hmm. no. So don't stress over for a lot of people. I mean, I'm there there. is also something that is very, uh, I want to make it very clear. For a lot of people, especially um, underrepresented groups, having a title is way more uh, important from a a career point of view than it's for me. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm white, I'm men, and I'm heterosexual. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and I live in Europe. It Mm -hmm. doesn't get easier. Okay. so for for me it's so i i I want to put myself outside the equation for a moment Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. you want to be called senior because it will give you um like a specific salary specific empowerment in your company Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes to get there Mm -hmm. to get the title yeah and the only way to get there is you need to talk to the people in your company that decides that. I always say, when you want a raise, you don't ask for more money. When you want a raise, you ask for more stuff to do. Mm -hmm. You go there and it's like, how can I help the company? You go to the boss and you say, I would like to do more. Okay, they are not stupid. They know that (laughs) that you want more money.
0: Yeah,
1: But the way you are presenting yourself is way different. You're not mm-hmm. going there like i want more money i deserve more money no i yeah. want to do more okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with with a title is the same thing a promotion it works the same way you know i want to do more okay well you know we we have these p- people they are just super random we need somebody that leads them boom and now you are a tech lead right yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a team lead you're a team lead do you want to do that i was like i, I can try and now you're a team lead Right, yeah, yeah. And then you have a title and you have a, probably a salary with that. So you need to ask mm-hmm. if you want to work for a company, ask some other people with the same title in that company. How did you get there?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If they joined already with the senior title or they uh, went on the career ladder inside the company.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And if it's important for you, pursue that.
0: Yeah, this topic leads me to to other uh, subject I'd like to ask you about. Uh, first of all, uh, you I, I believe you work with both senior and junior developers. Uh, which arrangement do you like the most? All senior or all junior or mix of both? Uh, how does it work for you the best? It it depends on
1: the company and the project. So, mm-hmm. for instance, if you are working on a, on a product and you have like a long term game Uh, the company is growing and the company is uh, trying to get more people on board, having junior people in the team is invaluable. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, those crazy kids, you will not believe the the weirdest idea that they can come up with, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. they, they, don't, they don't know, they don't know, right? So we, we have been doing this for a long time, so we have a lot of bias. I see a problem, mm-hmm. I remember about some solution, I want to apply mm-hmm. the solution, right? Maybe mm-hmm. it works, but it's always the same solution. Mm-hmm somebody that has no idea they can say even can we try that uh, i mean it happened a lot (laughs) with my students i was like oh even can we try that and i was like oh yeah i mean i have no yeah let's try that right Mm -hmm. so having junior in that kind of environment is it's a great opportunity to 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 experiment it's in a more like you know um playful way right they learn a lot we get you know a bit uncomfortable because they came up with the idea but mm-hmm. we are the senior right <laughs> so you know that's that's also uh, also great for us because you know they, they it, it takes you well you know a bit uh, to to earth again um but 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 if you're for instance i'm working on a project where it was a very specific time frame very strong deadlines and there was a lot of stuff to do
4: mm-hmm.
1: we are uh, it's a it's a theme of senior developers highly professional and you know experienced people known in the industry mm-hmm. and we tanked through the tickets for like one year and we shipped mm-hmm. everything because mm-hmm. we knew how to build stuff, where to cut corners, when to cut corners. There were there was no discussion because you know you are working with people that have been doing that for like 10, 15 years, and they say, Oh, I have done this, I can do that. And I was like, Yo, no. Yes, go for it. <laughs> yeah. And then you do something else, something similar in in another place of the app. And I was like, No, this is I got this. I already done that. And they were like, Yeah, sure, go for it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and eventually you can work together because you know that is is the same thing that we were discussing before you have senior people so they can communicate they can they can coordinate so it depends on the project if you need to ship stuff like in a brutally Mm
3: -hmm.
1: like serious way maybe probably senior that can can work together is the best if you have like a normal environment in a product app in a product company bring juniors because that's Mm -hmm. A lot of fuel for the future
3: yeah, but cool. you need the
1: right senior though because yeah. you need the right senior. because if you don't have people that want to mentor the junior mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. fucking nightmare yeah. so you know it's uh you need hiring is hard
0: i agree yeah that was interesting perspective and point of view i, I never thought about it this way that <clears throat> it really depends on the project but th- that was cool and and the other topic i like to talk about is talking about the imposter syndrome e- have you experienced this this syndrome and how do you manage to get out of it and, and do you have any solution for those who are already struggling with it
1: yes uh, so imposter syndrome is the um <laughs> bread and butter of what we do we are uh so it happened to me and it, constantly happens because I'm constantly putting myself in a slightly uncomfortable position from a knowledge point of view. Right When you're learning something new, that's inevitable. Um, On the other side, when you are um, experienced on something and you know that you can do that, uh, imposter syndrome can can creep in and say okay they are going to just figure it out then I'm, uh, I'm completely fake right they they know today is the day that they know um i think that a lot comes with uh, self-consciousness so you know at some point you, you you grow up as a person but a lot also comes from the environment that you are in right so if you are in an environment where you are not uh you know, it, it's okay to fail, it's okay to not knowing things. It's unlikely that you're going to wake up one day and say, okay, today is the day that they fired me because yesterday they realized that I'm, I'm a fake, you know, like I'm a phony. Um, if, you are, if you are working in the right company, that won't happen because, because if you say, I don't know, somebody else is going to say, okay, well, let's try to do this together. Right, so so I think that the environment does a lot of stuff and a lot of helps you a lot with that. Uh, but you also need to to work on it yourself, so you know um you, you need to be confident that you know things and you need to come at peace with the fact that you don't know everything at that point the you know it, the 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 imposter syndrome calms down a bit. <laughs>
0: uh, talking about mental health, uh, have you ever experienced being burned out in a company or in a project? And, and yeah. how did you yeah. how did you handle that? Uh,
4: burnout,
1: burnout? Uh, yeah, it happened in the past, and I didn't handle it. I actually, <laughs> I <it> actually <laughs> got what? to is actually <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, yeah, it, at some point, uh, I because I didn't see it coming. At uh-huh. some point, I just didn't want to work anymore you know i i i didn't want to code anymore i was like no i don't want to do this Fuck it that's it i don't want to work with these people anymore i don't want to work i, I don't want to code anymore
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and 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 that was or at that point it was too late right at that point it, it is too late because you need to see it coming yeah well after the first time you will you will see it coming <laughs> when when you because you know it takes a lot of time to to recover from that and it's mm-hmm. it's the worst i mean you mm-hmm. you you pass from you go from i love to do this this is my life this is my passion this is what i do in my spare time that this you end up on i don't want to do this anymore fuck i want to do i want to do gardening <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm joking but but you know that that's the that's the thing you know there's a lot of people that just drop off or drop out the, the industry because they burned out and they was like you yeah, know I want to do something simpler i want a healthier so nowadays um so the fact that i freelance is also um A a strategy to cope with that Mm -hmm. because um, I'm constantly changing project. I'm constantly meeting new people, and I if if I have a stressful contract, and I know that it's not gonna scale long term. It's not gonna work. I know that it's gonna be six months, right? Mm -hmm. If I pick a wrong company um, in my contract. I have two weeks of notice period, I can always say, you know what, this is not working for me. I'm not coming on Monday, fuck it. Um, But that's still, it's a very privileged thing to do. And I I can do this because I have been doing this for a long time. If you're a junior developer, it probably won't be that easy. But it still depends on the environment. Because if you are in Berlin, you literally can walk out the door, and on the same floor there is another startup that is hiring. <laughs> so that's also that's also, also easy. I say yeah. Berlin, but it will apply to London or Munich or whatever. Yeah. Um, Amsterdam is is very hot nowadays, mm-hmm. and uh, so you need to the, the way I do it now is the ti- I have the timers, so I don't do overtime. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a timer that goes off after 9 hours because I also mm-hmm. count lunch mm-hmm. and say that's it the timer goes off mm-hmm. and I just close slack and I close IntelliJ and I walk my dog mm-hmm. so that's that's how it is right and I do breaks like I force myself to do breaks mm-hmm. like I because because you need to be a bit more um You need to care about yourself more and and again you need to to look for the right environment you need you need around you spend eight hours a day with the people in your team you need to look for people that care about you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know that's that's the important because we are pack animals that's that's we are social animals so you can't do it alone Mm-hmm. and if the if your team is not like that start interviewing i never stop interviewing i never stop interviewing this is something mm-hmm. that i want. That i always say to everybody that asks even how what do how what do you do to change a job or how do you change job look for a, for a, i never stop interviewing because mm-hmm. when you interview when you have a job you don't have the pressure you know when you are interviewing, you are more like chill, and you know, you're just looking around. That gives you a lot of confidence because you do a lot of interviews, so you yeah. don't get nervous when you do interviews,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but you don't need the money because you already have a job, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is no oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna starve today, right? Yeah. So at the same time, you also look for other companies, mm-hmm. and that that helps you because. You know, if you have a problem and you cannot solve the problem in the company. Well, last week you interviewed with somebody, they looked nice. Maybe I I gave them a call again, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of jobs and there are not enough programmers. So look for a better company if you have problems.
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting point. And and to be honest, the, the burnout thing happened to me, not once, maybe twice in different companies. And, and the last time was like, I didn't use any of my vacation in whole year. And, and now that I'm thinking it, it was super stupid and I never go back there, but I learned my lesson and now I know how to do it. Think about that. This year I
1: decided to work only two Fridays per month. Mm-hmm. So I'm freelancing. So if I don't work, I don't invoice, I don't get the money, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's an easy it's a way, yeah. it's a very easy way to do but also a very brutal way because you like li- literally see the money that is less, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I decided that I wanted to prevent any chance of burnout because mm-hmm. I'm sleeping less because of the baby mm-hmm. and the life is more complex because of the the whole situation. So I was like, you know what, two thousand twenty-two, I'm gonna work one Friday. Yes, one Friday. No, you know. Yeah. And it's helping. Mm-hmm. It's helping a lot. You know that it's not. There is no one solution. You need to adjust because life changes. So you need to adjust the strategy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. The the burnout thing is is super important. Um as a senior developer i I believe you know the blame feature of git and and have you ever come to this situation that you find some hacky solution or something super wrong in the code and you look for who has done this and then you find that okay it was you how do you face it how how do you how do you manage it so that happens all the time. Okay,
1: and that's I mean, let's <laughs> let's go. Let, let's put it out there. It happens all the time. And I, I I'll tell you more, it has to happen. Because from a professional point of view, if mm-hmm. you like the code that you wrote six months ago, I feel that you are not learning enough. Right? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> You are not improving enough. Mm-hmm. Because because that's what we do, right? I mean, you always look for new solutions for things, right? You know, to to fine tuning your uh, y- your skills. So yeah, a lot of time ago, like annotate on Android Studio, and I was like, okay, it was me. Well, oh, this shit is awful. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, maybe there are tests, and then you check. They're not even tests. Fuck me, what? The- <laughs> I was, I, was like, okay. I was like, okay, there was maybe maybe there was a good idea at the time. You know, that's the only, <laughs> the only excuse that you can find. Probably this was the time where we need to ship it. You know, there was a mm, deadline. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a deadline. <laughs> and then you start thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, you know, but then you look at the rest of the team and it's like, how did this thing pass uh, code review? I mean, that's your fault, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm, you approved mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. VR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. I mean, it, it happens, and it has to happen. And you just improve. You iterate, and you improve. And mm-hmm. if you can improve, uh, that's okay. And if you cannot improve, maybe you ask, you know, somebody. A code review is a thing. You go there. It's okay, can, can, do you like this? Can you? I'm constantly doing that. Do you like mm-hmm. it with the if or with the when? You know, like that's the always, I'm going to, I'm doing it, we caught it. It's better with the if else or with the when, I like like the if else more. Okay, let's try to remove the, the, the parenthesis now looks like shit. Let's try the when (laughs) and you always do that, right? Because it was like, okay, it looks nice. You Just commit and push and everything is fine. And so, yeah, I, 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 it has to be joyful. We, because we like what we do. Right. it has to be
0: joyful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh what what's your thoughts about flutter uh do you advise junior developer to go and do flutter if not then then why and what is stopping you from from asking them to do it so i i tried i tried flutter
1: in the in the past because you know you need to try right Mm -hmm. because you need to have an opinion Mm -hmm. um and eventually uh flutter for me was just a different way to build android apps because mm-hmm. i never bought the okay i can also do the ios version of the app with this mm-hmm. because well it's not just you, you you write the code oh now now it works on on iphone yeah you, know, you need a mac you need a apple account so it's not that just an iphone app now mm-hmm. so for me it was like It was not selling the the whole multi-platform thing very effectively as an indie developer, right? Mm -hmm. um, Because I was building apps that... There was no easy iOS version of my app. From a professional point of view, I may be useful. I don't know. I mean, for an agency, it could be useful. A lot of agencies are doing it. I mean, in the past, I did a lot of... Um, apps for uh, events right you know the whole Mm -hmm. thing is last three days they want uh, basically an mvp and the two weeks after the conference nobody's gonna use the app anymore so they don't want Mm -hmm. to spend fifteen thousand euros for maybe you just build a flutter app and everything is fine um nowadays flutter i mean compose is basically the same idea you know Mm -hmm. with the declarative thing and considering that i'm not doing ios i'm gonna basically build everything in, in compose mm-hmm. and it's gonna be the same for me and it's not I, I don't have the burden of um learning a new language learning a new ecosystem um ending over a project that the next android developer looks at and says like what the fuck is this is a flatter app i adjust up because i'm a consultant you know you you can't actually do that so mm-hmm. they hire you for an android app because they are hiring android people uh, so they they want an android app and um, but if you are starting give it a try maybe it works for you maybe it's it's faster uh on your machine you know instead of running gradle i have no idea i mean i, I tried it on my laptop and it was working nice but it was a macbook so i also had xcode so you know i can i can do the simulator with so mm-hmm. it, on my machine I don't even know if I can run it on my Windows machine, to be honest. I don't know if I can... I don't think I can run it,
0: Bo, whatever, uh, maybe. <clears throat> you, you can run it, but you cannot build the iOS app because you need to then yeah. uh, yeah.
1: Still, I mean, for, for me, uh, Flutter, it's not a solution, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a multi-platform for solution. Like Kotlin multi-platform mobile is not going to be a solution for me mm-hmm. because I'm running on a Windows machine, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty much stuck to the in word and that's why i'm lo- i'm loving desktop because that opened mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities for
0: me
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then this question came from a junior developer who was asking when they struggle searching for stuff in google they cannot easily find it do you as a senior developer has some keyword or some trick to find what you're looking for and and how you how you search for what you're looking for
1: um I, I i keep it simple i keep it simple i don't try to 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 build a question in google i just try to to put some um specific words i always use android because unfortunately <laughs> and it's so the first android and then you start typing stuff uh but i mean yesterday i built a, a custom snack bar i just searched android custom snack bar and I got like a gazillion medium blog posts. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing basically the same thing. And mm-hmm. I build a custom snack bar. Mm-hmm. Um, just try to keep it simple or you know, ask for help because I, I, you are not alone. Even if you're a junior developer, you're not, not alone to ask for help. Try. I mean, you have a stand up every day or you have like a, any dev sync meeting every day or something Some or even Slack or you have an Android channel. Mm-hmm. Try to ask uh, to some, ask for somebody to pair with you. Just mm-hmm. do, you, do you have a minute? I would like to I'm, I'm stuck with this thing. Can you help me if they say no? And you know, out of six people in your team, nobody has five minutes to pair with you. Start interviewing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because you need, to, you need to leave. You need to leave as soon as possible. <laughs> you're not growing because you're not going to grow in yeah. a team like that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just you're, you're by yourself that's not a environment that, you know, promotes
0: growth, <laughs> just everybody's <no>. just interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, that was it for this chapter. So see you on the next one. Okay, we have Ivan here, and we are going to start the next chapter, which is some some Android technical questions. So uh, first question is that after doing lots of Kotlin, don't you miss Java? Or, or anything from like Java?
1: Uh, no, not really, not really. I think it's, uh, well, I mean, Java, the one that we had on Android, it was a very old Java. I mean, if you look at Java, like 16 or whatever, mm-hmm. that's like a nice language and it's getting there and they have a nice release uh, schedule. So it's not like Java 20 years ago. It's it's like a normal language nowadays. But the one that we had on, on Android, it was, it was brutally old. So I mm-hmm. prefer Kotlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what about Eclipse? Don't you miss it? <laughs>
1: um, not. I mean, I miss the fact that you know it was it was like a, it's an open source project. You always like mm-hmm. uh, love that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. IntelliJ is a nice is a nice tool. I mean, I pay mm-hmm. for the ultimate um, for the ultimate version. So ultimate edition. So you know, I, I like the company. I want to support the company. So
3: mm-hmm. cool. I think
1: that Android Studio should be a, a plugin, though. It's not, I, I think that Android Studio is not, it's not okay that it's a completely different software. Mm-hmm. I would like to, but that's a complex topic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got your point, but okay. You don't have time for that topic. Maybe another topic, another but okay. Uh-huh. Uh, is, there, is there any open source library that you cannot live without and, and you will add the very oh. first to the project?
1: Oh well, uh, it's it's in any project that I that I use Timber. I need I need the logging. Mm-hmm. I need logging, and I usually do Timber plus Crashlytics to have uh, remote uh, logging. So that's that's mm-hmm. my it, it's it's in any project. I have like a a handful of libraries that are always there, mm-hmm. like Timber, mm-hmm. um, Coin uh coil you know the the retrofit of course uh even yeah. if even though ktor kind of also okay depends but yeah timber i would say timber
0: yeah uh, this this question comes from one of my interviewer who who asked me if you had power to change some android api which one you will change and and why and and how you will improve it
4: uh,
1: Let's see. I mean, nowadays we have a lot of libraries that wrap things, uh, <laughs> but Android API. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't have one that I dislike, like uh, as an Android system API. Because you know, we have compose, so that's a lot of better for the UI. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of Android X libraries. You know, permission and things like that, and camera. So mm-hmm. uh, things are getting better. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I don't like libraries, but I don't think I will change like
0: like a API. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I hate the shit. No? It's more <laughs> like, oh damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. And and talking about Android X uh, and Jetpack, uh, which which part of Jetpack or library you like the most? Um.
1: I think the what one let me think. I think the material one I like a lot. Of material because uh, there is a lot of things that you don't need to think about, you know, from a style point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I I, us, I usually use very. I mean, I use the, the basic stuff. You know, if you want to consider a constraint layout, a library or a recycle sort of view, a library. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are the ones that they are always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, paging is something that I that I struggle with. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say that i it's not one of my uh, most used libraries. I usually don't use it, but mm-hmm. I have it in in the project at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's a bit painful. But mm-hmm. most of the time I I like uh I like what Google is is providing because mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice that they are putting in so much effort in, you know supporting us with libraries.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they see the issues and then they jump and solve it somehow and, and yeah. improve it. That's that's what I like about the whole Android x pack packages. And uh, I know you are doing some some stuff with Compose in in uh, coding with Italian, but uh, how did you in, did it in production? How did you get along with it uh, in production? Do you have any production uh, with Compose?
1: So the productions, um apps in production that I have are my pet projects, and there was very uh, little to to do there. I, I just started with the I started with the code labs. To be honest, you know, I, I created an Android Wizard, uh, next, 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 and then the code lab, and I and I shipped it. There was no no much of a problem. My <laughs> uh, next step is going to be migrating an assisting app to Compose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that will be probably an interesting challenge because interoperability is there. So you can do like a, a mixed Compose uh, XML view uh, app. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, th- th- but then I need to figure out things like navigation and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, how you... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that will be, but I already have a mixed um a mixed uh app uh, because of ads because ads they don't have the jetpack compose support yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you have like an android view composable and then inside there is the old uh the old view that the sdk provides you so mm-hmm, that already yeah. works so it's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. pretty pretty straightforward i mean yeah. it's a, it's a very enjoyable solution
4: yeah
0: good news is in my current company we did it in production and next week would be the first release and it was nice we we liked it you know it's kind of a bittersweet uh, you have a hard time to learn the stuff that you already know how to do it in in layout but okay now you have to do it in a different way and then but when you do it uh, it's it's sweet it's really nice yeah
1: yeah yeah. But when, when like i saying. saw when i saw lazy column i snapped <laughs> i mean if yeah. you if you remember first episode of mm-hmm. code with italian sebastiano showed me the lazy column implementation i was like and he was like oh this is it this is five lines and i was like what do you mean where is the adapter where is the <laughs> builder <is> <laughs> yeah. like, No, yeah. this is it this is this is the list and i was <laughs> like this <laughs> thing is unbelievable so yeah. you know there is a learning curve because it's a new thing but mm-hmm. we are used to that, right? You mm-hmm. always learn new stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so basically, we just do a full loop on this stuff.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: I'm going to just snap. So no adapter, no, yeah. no shit, no view holder, yeah. no nothing. <laughs> Fuck
2: me. I hate done. this.
1: I already, <laughs> I already hate this. I already hate this. Fuck you. It's like five lines. Yeah it took 10 years but eventually we are getting
3: there
1: <laughs> i hate this shit so that, much that's why i wanted to to
2: create a list because it's so bloody easy it's so fucking easy but, like i mean wow, i hate
1: it what's, what is this <laughs> i hate it
0: and and in your daily job do you do tdd and do you believe even if it's possible to do tdd for android because you know we have lots of We're, stuff to handle ui layouts and yeah. do things
1: so we do testing uh, because uh, we have a lot of automated tests because we need to ensure regressions mm-hmm. uh, so and there is a there is a lot but we don't do tdd like the way you will probably do it on a backend mm-hmm. or like on a more like a know smaller domain uh project Mm -hmm. uh or a library probably a library Mm -hmm. you would do a lot of tdd Um, but i i try to do tdd as you know test upfront um when i don't know how to build something (laughs) that's that's when tdd actually shines right Mm -hmm. uh, you know you okay we need to do this i have no idea and then you start building it tiny mm-hmm. bits at a time and eventually you have a solution that you even can refactor but yeah i mean i'm not obsessed with the i do know we need to do it like that mm-hmm. i don't even believe in code coverage on that kind of stuff it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. uh it's very it's a very tricky thing because you you mm-hmm. you think we are oh we changed something the other day we completely rewrote something and we ran the tests and they were passing and they were like yeah. this is so bad this is mm-hmm. even worse than not having tests and then mm-hmm. we looked at the tests and actually they made through code review mm-hmm. and but they, they were asserting one slightly thing that was not actually the thing mm-hmm. so you know you were reviewing okay this looks good The test is passing and that's nice but then it's actually not testing mm-hmm. and that's even more dangerous so
0: yeah yeah i agree you you answered my next question which was was about code coverage cool uh, and uh, in, in your daily job how do you manage take that uh, because okay you're coding you're doing some feature and then you face that okay this is a nice thing to fix do you immediately switch to doing it or just take a note and do it Maybe.
1: No, uh, we uh, we don't immediately fix it. We we fix it. So we agree most of the time. We agree that uh, maybe the solution is suboptimal, or um, it's a it's a hack or it's a workaround or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that part is somehow decided, you know, in a dev sync or something like that or refinement meeting. Um, and it's very clear in the code uh, there, there are comments. I mean, sometimes you have one line of very nasty shit and then there is like 10 lines of comments that try to explain and justify and you know, ask for mercy for that one line. <laughs> um, but we we know that um, those are temporary. Usually, either we have like cleanup tickets, um where we actually say okay you know we we need something on jira that say at some point we need to to clean up this stuff right Mm -hmm. um like maintenance kind of thing Mm -hmm. or um it happens that we do it on the fly when we are working on the next thing that is touching that area
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, we try to keep it small if it's necessary for another pr or even like just a commit you know if it's very little thing. Um, and then we we go. Usually the 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 overall code quality is it's decent because we had a lot of people onboarding. So we had a lot of feedback, you know, people not struggling with the code. So that mm-hmm. was a very, very good news for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but there is still a lot of stuff that you know we need I, I, I tweeted the other day that now we are trying a solution to remove the paging library because we mm-hmm. we pile so much customization around the mm-hmm. paging library mm-hmm. that was supposed to help us that now is actually a problem. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. a nightmare to maintain. Exactly. So you know that we are aware of that you will always have that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I nobody can do good on the first run you know you do, you can do probably decent <laughs> if you try yeah yeah and then you can try again and you can do good and <laughs> that's probably okay and you keep mm-hmm. it there perfect yeah, i yeah. don't even want to think about that that's bullshit but yeah, you know yeah. so you need to iterate a bit so mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah i got the point and and is there any a special software or tool that you use besides android studio for coding uh, anything that you yeah
1: I do IntelliJ uh, and everything is inside IntelliJ. Mm-hmm. I don't have, a, I, I used for like 15 years, I used Git Cola mm-hmm. as a Git tool. It was a UI for Git. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stuff, but then, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I switched to the, the Git thingy in IntelliJ and it works perfect for me I, actually i can I, the other day i showed something to one of my colleagues and I, I i was doing it very like muscle memory automatically doing it right and he actually picked it up uh he saw me doing that and i was like oh man you can do that right without checking out on the other branch i was like yeah <laughs> wow and i was like yeah this is intelligent I, was, I also do a lot of pull request stuff Inside IntelliJ as well. I mean, the integration Mm -hmm. is very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I also like to use Git client. Maybe for cloning, I just go to terminal. But but then I switch to Git fork That's the tool that I'm using. I also have a video about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I mean, you have a video, right? It's the one in the video.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was free up to some point, but now they just get some small amount of money, and then then you can use that fancy tool. But yeah. Uh, okay, maybe as the last question of this topic, uh, why do you think there are fewer women in in general in, in Android community, and uh, what's our job? What should we do to encourage more women to join join as an Android developer? Well,
1: so there are, yeah, that's a that's a complex. We were discussing this with a friend the other day, and. Um, it's a very tricky topic, because if you want to hire people with a degree and you have 10% of the total that is non-men, mm-hmm. that's the first issue. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you won't make it. If you want 50% men and 50% women and you have like 1 to 10 uh, graduates, <laughs> it, it, you maybe maybe you you can make it in in a, like one company, but you cannot make it uh, holistically or, or in the industry. Yeah. So the the thing that we were discussing was like, why do you need a degree?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you know, why do you need a twenty years old uh, woman um, in your company as a diversity token? I, it's not fair for anybody, right? It's not fair for her. It's not fair for everybody's going to know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's bad for everything. So what yeah. you know, is what you want is people that want to do the job. So if it's mm-hmm. a 35 years old woman that was doing something yesterday and today she wants to do programming because well she realized that she <laughs> loves it or she realized that there is a lot of money here, mm-hmm. go for it. You know, mm-hmm. the, so the idea is that the, the way I will probably—I uh, I saw it in my course, right? You, we we had a lot of uh, women, and they were like diverse background, diverse age, and that was perfect. And we had like uh, like half of the students were women. It was like a—it's an incredible. It was an incredible thing because I asked for a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. So I will probably start removing the the you know the constraints. Mm-hmm. If you want people with a degree and you have one, you know, like one versus ten mm-hmm. uh, men versus woman, I mean that mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mathematically speaking, you cannot win that. So try to to play a different game. You want motivated people. You want passionate people. Take the degree away. Take the age away. Mm-hmm. And then you can have people that, okay, you know, I'm 35. I started yesterday. Yeah. I'm a junior developer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, you can be even 50. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as mm-hmm. long as you are energetic and passionate and you want to code and you want to ship stuff, who cares, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a complex topic. But I think there are a lot of things that we can do.
0: Yeah, at this short time, I think it was it was a nice wrap up for this topic. Cool. That's it. So um, I'm out of my subject and topics. So how do people can get in touch with you if, if anyone is interested to follow you and, and read your stuff?
1: So you can go to um, Twitter or IvanMorgillo.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably my blog is there, or mm-hmm. uh, you can search Ivan Morgillo on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search uh, code with Italians on Twitter mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and we are going to show up with Smiley with a pizza
0: t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Cool. Pretty straightforward. cool. cool. And uh, is there any subject or topic that I did not ask you and, and maybe you'd like to talk about at, at the end?
1: I think we we went through everything
0: yeah yeah that was that was incredible i I really enjoyed this talk (laughs) to be honest and i know it took a while and, and it was long but i enjoyed all of it and thank you for accepting my invitation and thank you for inviting me yeah thank you and i do this monthly with android community active members so if you're interested join and subscribe to this channel and follow this topic i will also share some android tips and tricks that you may like so Follow me. Cool. Then. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.